Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. There are thousands of amazing self-help books out there, but what happens when you're struggling at the moment and need help now? Well, my new book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook, is your new go-to self-help book. I wrote it specifically for when you don't know how to overcome a challenge. Each chapter gives you a framework on how to tackle your situation. I help you focus on what already works for you. Your situation today may be different, but the emotions you're currently feeling, you felt them before, and you did something that helped you. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. This book is specifically written to help you overcome any obstacle you may face. Purchase your book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. Once again, purchase Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. My guest today is Mitzi Perdue, a Harvard graduate who is a writer, speaker, and author. She was previously on Lifeology Radio when she published her award-winning book, The Frank Perdue Way, which shares the secrets to her late husband's success. In today's episode, we talk about Mitzi's mission to help clear landmines in Ukraine and how you can help as well. Welcome back to Lifeology. Oh, absolute joy to be back. Thank you for having me. I am really excited about this. It was interesting when your publicist, Jordan, when she sent me the information about you, of course, I was super excited to have you come back on my show, but also the initiative that you're making to help clear landmines in the Ukraine. And I definitely want to talk more about that. But before we do, how, give me a little bit of update on how the book you did, The Frank Purdue Way, how did that go? Well, out of, let's see, out of a category that had 20,000 competition at Amazon, it made number five. So I was real happy wow. with that. Wow, Mitzi, that's amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> but, but, but it led to something even bigger because what? you've heard of Mark Victor Hansen, the yeah. suit for the soul guy. Yeah, yeah, he's well, been on my he show. Read my oh, well, he wrote, he read my biography of, of Frank Perdue. And oh. that led to my writing his biography. I'm the first person to have written a biography. Really? Of a man yeah, of a man who sold half a billion books. So, boy, wow, do I feel good about his. Story. I would feel really good about that too. <laughs> yeah, Mark and Chris are on my show. They're oh. fantastic. They talk about their book. Uh, I think it was called Ask, uh, one of yes. their latest books. It was fantastic. Loved it. They're they're always welcome back on my show. And so it's it's good to see that you're rubbing elbows with fantastic people like that as well. So with the book, okay. real quickly, and, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I was just asking permission to boast because that Please. book, Mark the book on Mark Victor Hansen, uh, it has won 10 National Book Awards for Best Biography. Wow, Mitzi, look Is at that you. That cool? <laughs> That's amazing. That's going to be number one very soon as well, I'm sure. <laughs> well, we hope. <laughs> now, let's transition into something a, bit, a little bit more serious. Of course, uh, I usually don't put a timestamp on my interviews, but just so we have purposes so people understand where we are today. It's currently March 30th. 2023. And so unfortunately, the war in Ukraine is still going on. Can you tell us how did you how did you connect with Halo Trust USA? And how did this initiative, how did it really resonate with you? Okay, it happened from my point of view, the neatest way. I love my career as a writer, because it leads to <laughs> extraordinary things, including Mark Victor Hansen. But yeah. in this case, 
I'd written an article on human trafficking in Ukraine because human traffickers just they come out of the woodwork when they're when there are people who are vulnerable. Yeah. Well, I wrote an article on this for Psychology Today, and the title of it had the word Ukraine in it and the word human trafficking. Well, the head of the Kiev region police, this is a man who has 6,400 people under him, he had written his master's thesis as a policeman on human oh. trafficking, and my article somehow got into his hands. Mm. Yay. And pretty soon, like 10 days later, I got a phone, no, yeah, I got an, a Zoom request of, to talk with General Andre Nebitov. So yes. here I am sitting in my little office, getting a phone call from Ukraine, and he invited me to come see for myself what I'd written about. So wow. 10 days later, I'll, I'm in Ukraine. And, and the jump from that to landmines is... I did write, I've, I've written 20 stories on, on trafficking and other aspects of, of Ukraine. But the part that just moved me to change my life was becoming aware of the problem of landmines. The Russians are mm. so incredibly vicious about it. Like, here's what mm. they do. They'll put landmines in playgrounds and they'll be disguised oh as like, like a teddy bear or a doll. Oh, my gosh. Or, 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 or other things. I've, I've seen this. Another thing that they do in high schools, if you have an old beat up iPhone, uh, they can take it apart, put plastique explosive in it, explosives, put it back wow. together again. And then you, as a high school kid, you turn on the iPhone and the act of that makes it blow up in your face. Mm. But that's, that's not even the end of it. My background, um, I, I bet people wouldn't know this, but for a good bit of my life, I was a rice farmer. And that makes oh, really? me endless. <laughs> yeah, that makes me endlessly interested in agriculture. Plus, my late husband, sure. Frank Purdue, was in the chicken mm -hmm. industry. Mm -hmm. So, you know, agriculture catches my attention. While I was in Ukraine, I learned that 10% of the agricultural land of Ukraine has been landmined so that it's it can't oh be used. The, the Russians wow. each day they they use rockets to do it like on an industrial scale. They'll send off say fifty rockets at a time, and each rocket has seventy five landmines in it, and they just oh spray gosh. it over agriculture fields. And they're do, they they continue doing this every single day that the war goes on. Uh, these trucks, you've you've seen high Mars missiles. Mm -hmm. uh, the, mm -hmm. the, those trucks that have, and I'm not sure of the number of, of rocket tubes they've got on them. To sure. me, it looks like 50, but I'm prepared to be wrong. Sure. Yeah, well, these, these, these distribution vehicles for landmines, they look a little bit like the high Mars vehicles. And it's, it's horrendous because say you're a farmer, uh, and yeah. there's a thousand landmines on your 40 acres, uh, you can't farm there. There goes no. your you're living. But that's not the end of it, because that also means that Ukraine isn't getting the income from mm -hmm. from agriculture. 40% of their income is agriculture. And then on top of that, there are countries like Indonesia, Bangladesh, Egypt, that depend on, like, for example, wheat or cooking oil from Ukraine. Mm. 
So, so this problem of landmines is just staggering. Pervasive. Yes. Pervasive. And and let me add one more horrible ingredient to the mix. I'll bring some hope in a moment. But, <laughs> uh, but if you're if you're in an area that's infested with landmines, you've almost certainly got PTSD, post traumatic stress disorder, mm-hmm. because you can't know when you go out that you're going to come back. And and maybe even worse, supposing you've got kids, you can't know that your child yeah. or other loved ones isn't going to step on a landmine. Yeah, well, let me, it's it just going, I mean, you said so much here, and I'm sure my viewers and listeners are like, oh my gosh. I mean, I, I as an American over here, I live in my little bubble, and I know about the war, but I didn't know any of this stuff. And I'm sure many people like myself are, are very sheltered when it comes to that. So thank you so much for your work to help obviously just to educate us, but also all the work that you're doing. Now, when they shoot the, when they shoot the landmines out, so it obviously lands. And then when it lands it, wherever it is, that's, you said 75 and per, per rocket. So obviously they don't blow up. So they don't blow up, but they're, they're there. Can you see them when they land? Obviously you can see when it lands, but you don't know where they've scattered though. Correct. Well, this war is, is is different from any war that's ever been, at least on the scale of the landmines, because, mm-hmm. you know, some you can see, some you can't see. But oh. they aim them at or they plant mines in urban areas. And, mm. you know, sometimes they're just extremely cleverly disguised. I've seen ones, they're about the size of your palm. And say mm. they land in the playground. Um, yeah. You know, in a few hours, they're... Sure. they're they're disguised to look like leaves. And if some other mm. leaves blow on top of them, you don't know they're there. Uh, if they're landing on a field, uh, let's say it's a field that's been planted. You never know they're there. But when you go to try to harvest your field, uh, it'll blow up. And, mm. you know, when I've been driving in Ukraine, and I've, I've now spent 10 days total, uh, I've seen, I'm, I'm going to guess, yeah, by eyeballing it, that I've personally seen thousands of acres of unharvested mm. sunflowers. Oh they, the gosh. sunflowers go into sunflower can, yeah. oil, but you can't harvest them if you can't see the where mm. where the landmines are. But I was I was starting to say that that this is different from any war that's ever been because first of all, on the scale, the number of landmines like millions. But then on top of that, they go after the urban areas, you know, where there are lots of people. Mm. They go after yeah. the farming areas where there's food that people need, and then they also go after the shipping lanes. So, oh my the, gosh, wow! I mean, it's 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 evil on a scale that you can't imagine. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, without going into the political aspect of, aspect of it, but the humanitarian aspect. Of it, I mean, I'm sure people listening to this can't imagine the evil of wanting to kill kids or just blow people. I I, I just don't understand it. I recently, uh, maybe six months ago, I had a woman on my show. Um, she, her company has an, an orphanage in the Ukraine, and she would tell me about how when the when the, um, the the missiles would come and hit the hit all around them, the kids were able to distinguish between a Ukraine missile and a Russian missile, missile which is you know a six year old child knowing that difference of that. I mean, it's not it's 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 devastating to recognize that. But yeah, the PTSD aspect that you're talking about. I mean, all these little kids, all these people over there, you know, before we're living their life, and all of a sudden now to have so much trauma around them it, I, I can't imagine how that affects them their country as a whole of so much fear i mean that's a form of terrorism but it's it's astounding actually it's, it's 
that's one of the motivations. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the Russians would like to demoralize the Ukrainian people. And terror is, a, is a, alas, an effective mm. tool for doing it. We'll be right back. Are you an emerging persona or a global organization that isn't getting recognition from the press? Have your marketing and advertisement efforts hit a plateau? Let us help you take your brand to the next level. Red Heifer Media is a full-service boutique public relations agency specializing in health and wellness, tech, real estate, and nonprofit organizations. We can turn your successful company into a reputable brand. Take your first step and visit www.redheifermedia.com. Once again, visit www.redheifermedia.com to take your brand to the next level. Welcome back. You were listening to Lifeology Radio. I'm James Miller, a licensed psychotherapist and your host. Today, I'm speaking with Mitzi Perdue, who has partnered with Halo Trust USA, a company that continues to clear landmines in the Ukraine. To find out how you can partner with them as well, please visit DonorC.com forward slash Ukraine. That's D-O-N-O-R-S-E-E dot com forward slash Ukraine. I want to transition into something more hopeful because there is some good news in all of this. There's an organization, it's the oldest and largest mine clearing organization in the world. It's called the Halo Trust. And possibly you're aware of it because uh, if you're old enough, you know that Princess Diana brought attention to mine clearing back 30 years ago. Well, it was the Halo Trust that, uh, that was the group behind her. And they've, in the, in the 30 years, 30 or so years since, uh, They've developed tremendous expertise, and yeah. there's there, there's wonderful stories about how they go about mind clearing, including of the 700 Halo Trust employees that are there right now, yeah. 75%, no, sorry, 95% of them are all women, and that's wow. because that's because they very deliberately uh, want to help women in a war situation, have income. Because if your husband's off fighting oh. at the front or maybe even deceased, you need income. So yeah, that's do. one wow. of the things they do. But there, there's more. The, to me, it's, it's really exciting that there's fabulous technology for mind clearing. Uh, let's start with mind sniffing dogs. A, okay, dog, yeah. can, a dog can detect. Uh, they're, they're, of explosive odors, there's 6,000 that we know of. Dogs can be trained to detect every single one of them. Oh. Then there, there are robot dogs that can sort of gallop across the field and see things that, that even a, a real dog couldn't see. They've, they've got like x-ray vision or heat-sensitive wow. vision. There are, there are drones that can detect and map where, uh, where, where landmines are. And I have created a, a crowdfunding effort to raise $300,000 to help fund more landmine clearing in Ukraine. And if anybody who wants to support it, it's donorc.com slash Ukraine. And anybody who goes there and gives even $5, uh, you can help prevent like a kid having his foot blown off. Yes. Uh, the, the amount of good that they can do is just spectacular. And for that $300,000, it will pay for 18 women to spend half a year removing mines. And it, it's just spectacular. And then 
I'm monologuing. Forgive me. No, it's totally fine. I want to hear more about this. Well, I, I was looking at the, the crowdfunding page, and I think as of today, you have about $84,000, $85,000 that have been funded. I know once it reaches $100,000, it'll be matched by $100,000. So then there's so then we obviously there's going to be more. Um, we have another hundred thousand to go, and I'm very hopeful that my viewers and listeners will be a part of this as well. I wanted to jump back into this, the the individuals, the women and men who clear these landmines. I, I such courage that they have to go in there with a fifty percent chance of is it going to go off? Is it not going to go off? I'm sure technology is is greater, so the perhaps it's not fifty percent of of it being to detonate or not, but still such courage that they have to be able to not only remove it from the, to help their country, countrymen. I mean, I think that's such a, a noble and wonderful thing. It's unfortunate they have to be in situations like this. How many landmines have they cleared so far? Oh, that'd be awful hard to say. I'm, I'm going to guess many hundreds of thousands, but wow. I'm, I'm not sure that they tally each. Well, possibly somebody knows. I don't know, yeah. but I do know that they're very active and working hard on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to know so much more about it in a couple of months because yeah. I'm going to return for the third time to Ukraine to attend, drumroll please. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> That's wonderful. Landmine clearing wow. uh, school. There, there are schools oh. that teach you how to clear landmines, and the Halo Trust has one. And I, I already know that some really cool things, oh, and they're kind of technical, but, but here's one. Not that you ever need to know this, but (laughs) they know exactly, say, if you're six feet away from a landmine and it goes off, they know how fast the explosive is is going to carry the shrapnel. And uh, I'm going to be making up the figures, but I'm going to be directionally accurate. Uh Supposing that, and I might even hit it right, uh, supposing it's traveling at 400 meters per second, they have protective gear. That will that will protect you at a thousand meters per second. Wow! Uh, so, the I mean, so they really incredible. know what they're doing. If if you've been studying this, and they're, they're academic people who study this, there's there's just so much knowledge and experience that, although I do think it takes courage, uh, mm-hmm. I also believe that if you know what you're doing and you sure. follow the rules and do it just right, uh, my personal feeling when when I'm going to be at the landmine clearing school. I think I'm in more danger in the subway in New York than I am at the landmine clearing <laughs> school. And, and, okay, that's good and, to know. <laughs> okay, and it's not that the landmines aren't dangerous. It's just that they now know incredible amounts about yeah. how to be safe while you're doing it. Yeah, and it sounds like the people, obviously, if a child or a person sees something or not aware of it and then it goes off, obviously, that's very different than the the people at the landmine school and people at Halo Trust looking for purpose diligently looking for it finding it and then being able to to deactivate it and so it's just it's wonderful that they're able to do that well the the goal of halo halo usa um halo trust usa are they are they obviously want to clear all of it but with all the influx of of landmines being dropped every single day is there hope that they'll eventually be able to get it all uh well, that's one of the greatest evils of landmines because yeah. I think nobody can tell you exactly how long before Ukraine is cleared, but I've heard people guess 20 years. Oh, my God. I mean, oh, it's, it's just spectacularly evil what the Russians are doing. And you now we've mm. got to get them out of there. 
I, I've talked with one guy whose specialty is clearing landmines, and here's what he said, and I assume he's exaggerating or speaking in hyperbole, but he said the best defense against, or the, the best way to do something about landmines is an Abram tank. And I said, what do you mean mm. by that? And I'm thinking, yeah. you know, does he mean a, a tank going across the fields? And he said, no, an Abram tank. If we give the, the Ukrainians enough of them, it will shorten the war. And that means less time for the Russians to keep laying more landmines. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah, that's, that's a tactic. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. The, uh, yeah. Well, how can my viewers and listeners, how can they be a part of this? How can they help um, give to Halo Trust? Okay, the, the, I would absolutely adore if people would give any amount. I mean, I'd love large amounts, but small amounts really, really mm-hmm. count. $5, you know, the cost of a Starbucks bente. Uh, <laughs> here's where it appeared to go and what to do. Donor, as in giver, donor, D-O-N-O-R, C, as in I see you. So donor C, one word, mm-hmm. dot com forward slash Ukraine. And that will take you to my landmine clearing campaign. And the super thing is, whatever you give, I mean, I'm grateful for large amounts, but I'm very grateful for small amounts because when I return to Ukraine, I'll get to say, look at all the hundreds of people who support (laughs) Americans who really care about you and want to do something to help Ukraine. And this is a way. And yes. I've also talked with people who have made donations and they say they, they just feel so good about it afterwards. Mm. Yes. And it's obviously been vetted through all the different organizations. I, I looked at that obviously with, you would not be attached to anything that's not, but I, I highly endorse you. And I, I definitely want my viewers and listeners to go to donorc.com forward slash Ukraine and be able to donate as well. My viewers and listeners also know that if I can't find this information any other place, simply go to the show notes at jamesmillerlifeology.com and I'll link you with Mitzi and Halo USA as well. Thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon. We all make choices. When it comes to alcohol, kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Bye-bye. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, Em, have a seat for a second. Remind me about that party again. Alex is just and like adults it. make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. They want guidance and honest answers to their questions. And it makes a difference when the message is consistent and part of everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov.